Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the 90 Day Fiance Wrap-Up Podcast. We're here to talk about 90 Day Fiance's The Other Way, Season 5, Episode 7, a.k.a. God bless TLC for adding a third show just so that this show is only 42 minutes a week and not an hour and a half as well. I am, of course, your host and conductor of the Hot Mess Express, please, and Vakili, ready to break things down. And with me today is someone who is not a stranger around these parts, does not need an introduction, is basically here every other week, and we love her for it. It is, of course, Sasha Joseph coming back in. Sasha, how you doing? We're here, all right? I agree. When I said, okay, it's only an hour, we can get through it. So ready for all of this, because what the hell is going on with these couples? And can't wait. Can't wait to keep talking about it. It is wild to me that... We can have the show be half the duration and still have filler in it. <laughs> like- exactly. I think that's why I was so confused that it was already over because I was like, but you've given me nothing. Like, where, where's the other people? What and then happens? next week we have a new couple coming in that I completely forgot about. <laughs> yeah, I told so funny enough. Um, folks, I'm assuming probably heard the other 90 day the before the 90 days pod, but if you haven't, Jason and I recorded right after you and him did. And I told him, Puya, that there was a new couple and he wouldn't believe me. Like we actually had to delay our podcast so I could like pull it up for him oh that is hilarious to me you know on the podcast (laughs) sasha he said that he was team nicola i'm gonna fight him listen and and you when you listen to the podcast there's proof there so i'm just saying he uh he totally (laughs) said that now yeah new couple next week we didn't even see tj and kimberly this week we didn't see uh who was the other couple that we missed this week I believe that's the only that's the only other one. Yeah, I, yeah. You could okay. tell me, and I yeah, I think so. There's only five of them in all. Oh no, and then our friend uh, Catfish Tyree. No, that's on before the ninety day. Oh my god! <laughs> this is the <laughs> ninety day. Everything's gelling into one at this point. Wait, I did this on the pod with Jason too, so that's so funny. And I was like, oh, I'm not gonna make that oh, mistake. Danielle and Johan. <laughs> 
Okay, you <laughs> that's know the what? One. They don't count. Please. They're ba- they've been barely featured, but that's yeah. the interesting thing to me with 43 ep- uh, minutes. It's already shortened, so obviously we're not going to get all the couples, but then the couples we're getting, we had four of them this week, and I would argue we technically had three of them this week because one of the couples barely in the episode. Yeah, a hundred thousand percent. Like we we got a here's a drive by. That's what they're doing. Bye. Exactly. Come and go. So then for <laughs> now, let's talk about the first couple of the night here, and that's going to be Holly and Wayne, who last we checked in with them. Uh, there were some concerns from Holly about the living situation. She wanted a gated community. She wanted more safety, more security, and wanted to look at places. And this made Wayne really shifty. Wayne was very dismissive of this idea and very against this idea. And obviously, we didn't know exactly why, but we knew it stemmed from the finances and the fact that his contractor contracting work was a little bit bust. He had lost a couple of big clients. So... It's like, okay, classic 90 day. You do not have as much money as either you had said or you've lost money and haven't talked about it because you're uncomfortable to talk about it. Well, here's the big issue of not communicating with your partner. Holly starts this episode with an entire list, Sasha, of things she wants for their new house (laughs) that they're getting. This included a swimming pool. It included extra bedrooms, extra bathrooms, air conditioning, which when he pushed back and said, this isn't America, not everyone has air conditioning. Like, not everyone has it here either. Uh, that part. Like you have to get your own for the most part. There's no central AC in most places. Yeah, me struggling in San Francisco. Oh my God. So I, when I moved to uh, Canada, one of the first things I learned was that, oh, AC isn't a given here because I lived in Dubai where the temperature is like 43 degrees Celsius on a, on a yeah. good day sometimes. So every place we had lived in had central AC little did I know once I moved off campus, Oh, that is not a luxury. That's the same here. So that was a bit of a struggle to learn, but Wayne was not having any of this. He's so clearly pressed about Holly, not only wanting to look for a place, but also having this like lavish list of demands and we know he can't afford the place. He tells us to con- confessional. I know that I can't afford it. This is not a thing that's going to happen. So this is a waste of my time and time is money. I could be using this money to make money or decide this time to make money. So they look at a place, Sasha. This place looks pretty good. It's in a gated yeah. community. There's an electric fence. Uh, it's going to cost about $115,000, which I thought decent price, obviously different place in the world, different amounts will equal to different luxury. It looked fine. Then they had a bad scene where they were just fumbling the math. I lost brain cells watching these two convert square feet, square meter to square feet. It was awful. No, I could not stop laughing. I am known to be like taking many L's when it comes to math. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. I'm smart enough to Google the right thing. So I would have just Googled, right, one square meter, one point whatever square meter it was. I didn't write down the exact thing, you know, into how many square feet. Like you you have, you have to be dumb, but then you have to be fully go, go full dumb into <laughs> Google and be like, tell me exactly what this means, Google. Uh, this is exactly why, I, despite living in North America, specifically in America, I have not learned the conversion between Fahrenheit and Celsius because I can just look it up in two seconds and it's not that big of a deal. So if I see somewhere it says 60 degrees Fahrenheit, my arm, let me just look it up. Oh, that's oh, that's not bad, actually. So 
Googling is easy. These two could not Google to save their lives. She had it open. She fumbled it. Then he did it, and he had a completely different um, number. It felt like back in the days of high school where you'd do an exam, you'd come out, and then you'd be like, so for 46, did you get negative 64? And someone's like, actually, I got... 1,620. <laughs> You're like, how did that happen? Uh, how are we so off? They were so on the other direction of things. But anyway, so that was funny. Then they sit down with this realtor to talk about what their budget may be. And Holly suggests, yeah, up to 500K is probably what the range I would give. And I thought, you don't know how much money this guy has. And uh, unless you're counting your own money in as well, 500K is a lot of Ks. Okay, so that's exactly what I have written down because I think it's four hundred thousand. She was saying, but then, but I'm turned around because then she was like, "I met Rand, which is the South African currency," or uh, she's like, "Maybe I met four hundred thousand." But then she said four million, so I thought maybe yeah, she met four million Rand. That's what I'm saying. I have no no understanding of what she actually meant, and I said, "Girl, if you're not putting up, you gotta shut up." Yeah, 400 million rand is about $213,000. Yeah, like, ma'am, be so for real. Double the price of the place you're looking at right now for some reason. And listen, the realtor said, oh, oh, I, you got money? I, I can make it work. <laughs> I can I can give I can show you the world. I can make you happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just stick with me and let me get my commission. Yeah. Listen. So then he's like, OK, you know what? Let me leave you two to discuss because the discussion was getting a little ugly here. Um, he said that I can I can provide, but I can't provide like this. You go, well, you now you can't provide for me, blah, 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 whatever. They're arguing. So they get home and we do see a side of sighting of the mother. The mother who was invisible for two episodes <laughs> is still there. I'm like, okay, good to know. Mom's still in the building. But they ultimately end up going to uh Wayne's workplace to talk finances. They could have talked about this at home. I don't I didn't see a computer or a book that they had to show the money in. I don't know why they needed to go to the office to do this. But alas, they go to this office to talk about this. And Sasha, this man said, I've done something that's either pretty clever or pretty stupid. I pumped $40,000 into crypto. Oh, $40,000. You can go either well. Or bad. Now, I don't know when this was recorded. There definitely was a time where crypto was booming. I'm pretty sure. And and listen, do not take this advice from me because I don't really keep up or know much about crypto. Last I heard about it, it was going under. It was a shambles. People were losing money left, right and center. So listen, crypto bro is going to come for us because I cannot believe this is why he's broke. Do you think his dog died slash was murdered because he owed people money? And he said, nah, the crypto gonna hit, bro. Don't worry. What? No. What is this weird theory you're putting out there? I'm telling you, because remember his dog was killed. So all I'm saying is it still doesn't make sense why his dog was killed and I'll never let that go. So crypto bro gonna crypto bro yeah i don't so he put this 40k in there without talking about it with holly and holly definitely takes a problem with this because the first thing holly says is oh that's why we're not gonna have a honeymoon so he used the honeymoon fund on the crypto which if it hits is a bit of a hero because now they have more money but also how much is it gonna hit 40k would still not afford you the house that you were looking at that that's what I'm saying. Like, even if it doubles itself, 
So, or again, is it you're 40, still you still two thirds of the way? You still need at least another 40 to get this place that apparently neither liked, according to what Holly tells her mom. Mm hmm. I, I don't understand. Like, I'm telling you, it's the way that these grown ass adults, right? Like these people are, you know, are capable just biology wise, bringing children into the world, but they can't have a conversation about crypto. No, like, it, it implodes. Happening? And can I just say something so funny? Last night I was. Just we were talking about my mom, I think, was yelling at me about not like, you know, doing stuff, investing or whatever. Anyway, so <laughs> randomly we were talking about crypto and I had not watched this episode. And then do you remember the NBA? I don't know if you're into NBA like that, but there were NBA NFTs that were like huge. And for some reason, we pulled those up. And that's exactly what this conversation reminded me of. We did not buy any, please. But someone, I think in 2020 or 2021, don't quote me on the exact year, bought like a LeBron J um, James like dunk, you know, and it was like 17 out of whatever, 20 mm -hmm. something for $200,000. Yeah, it just kept going down. Then yeah. someone someone bought another one, which was, you know, like even more rare right? Like less than 17, basically. Four, then it went down to 30. Then another rare one went down to 20. Then it went down. And then there was one for like, I think, single, like 3K or some version. So, and that's all I could think of when I was listening to this crypto. And I know it's not the same, everyone. I'm not that dumb. Yeah, everything, I'm just saying, we know that everything just, has its own price or whatever. And some yeah, might be flourishing, but, some might not. But I but, can't stop laughing, Booyah, because that's all this reminded me of. Yeah, no, I, I fully feel the same way because I feel like anytime I've seen any NFT or, or crypto updates, it's been blank celebrity spent 800K on this like nft chain mm -hmm. uh this now costs two grand like that's that's the steep decline <laughs> i've seen yes. so again talking out of the side of my mouth a little bit because i don't know all the things but also just those headlines are enough to keep me away from any yeah, of this 1, lord knows so to forty thousand, i okay this might be poor decision making from me but but hear me out i would much rather take 40k and hit up a roulette table because mm -hmm. it's in my hands. I'll immediately know right then and there whether we're doubling up or going home with zero. And even then, I wouldn't do this ever. So choices. Choices were made by, by Wayne. We don't know how the payout's going to be or if there is a payout. All we know is that he made this decision and now has to deal with it. But then Holly, after basically begging him to be open with her and said, no matter what you say, like that doesn't change how I feel about you. You spent 40 on crypto. I'm storming out of here. She fully ran out of the office, like outside into the street. And then in the next time on, they're implying that he drove off without her. This is the same guy who was terrified of her, you know, dressing a certain way and coming off a certain way, just abandoned her. I'm supposed to believe this. I don't know. Do you think it's clickbait? I think that maybe he got annoyed. He left mm -hmm. her a little bit and then came back. It's not a, a oh my god, what's her name? The, uh, the the girl that went to Egypt, Nicole. Bless you for remembering because I was yes. struggling to think. What was the yeah, guy's yeah, name? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mahmoud. 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 Oh shit! Yeah, I there we go. Close. I was close, everyone. 
Um, you got the letter M. Listen, okay. Um, but that's what it, I don't think it's that level yet, is what I mean. So I, I think that we're, it's just like, a, you're pissing me off. Or can you, can we make the ultimate joke that she just got a little lost? She went down the wrong way. And I think so. Wayne I think she took waiting. one wrong turn. I was like, uh, where'd she go? Where, where'd I go? Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm in, I'm in shambles. <laughs> I'm telling you, because the way she talks, right? And something is not adding up. I, I don't want to speculate anything because I don't know her life. But it's just something isn't adding up correctly. And, and this whole... Um, crypto wedding dress. I spent money here, forty k into this. Blah blah blah. It's just the math ain't math incorrect for me. Well, she says I spent five thousand dollars on like my my dress and everything, and like I moved everything to come here. All I'm asking is that you would have told me that you had put this much money in. That's all I wanted to know. Because the other thing she proposed was, you know, just tell me everything. We can go through this together. I can help. And mm-hmm. he says. That would make things worse. That'll add big pressure and stress. He's like, not to compare you to my ex, but we had our business and our relationship commingling, and that didn't help. Uh, so he clearly has some trauma about that as well that he didn't want to uh, bring into this. But I don't think the complete opposite of just not saying anything to her is the right move. So yeah. poor choices. Poor choices were made. But then the next time on, like I said, we just see him driving off without her. We'll see if that was fake or not. We can now move on to the next couple. And like we said earlier, half a couple and half a segment. It's Julio and Kirsten. Basically, we got the fallout of where they are now, Sasha, from when they last saw each other Mm -hmm. at the airport when Kirsten goes back to the Netherlands. And it's been a couple weeks now. They are FaceTiming on a daily, but but Kirsten tells us things aren't how they used to be. She meets up with a friend, Yara, who they've been best friends from the age of five and basically fills her in on everything that happened with the trip. And then also brings up that update since she's come back. He has called her and said that he can't make the move in a couple of months work like they originally planned because he has to help with some stuff with his mom. And then when Kirsten said, you know what, that's fine. Six months can even work for me. He still couldn't commit to six months. Kirsten, he's not coming. It's done. It's done. I don't understand. Right. Like when I saw this, I said, Pikachu shocked face, but not really. Because <laughs> as soon as she, right, every hour that she was spending with him, I think shit was getting real in his mind. He was like, oh, oh no, 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 no. I, I don't think I can do this, right? But then she, they're, they're ending, and y'all said it so funny on the podcast when you were just like, you're, you're gonna come, right? You're gonna, three yeah. months? Three months? So it's just, we made enough fun of this, but I felt like we could, you know, backseat quarterbacking, of course, but we saw this coming, unfortunately. It's very unfortunate that we predicted this. I yeah. hate that we did. I didn't want this to be the case, but ultimately, it was very evident from the minute that his mom reacted very upset to this news, that this guy was scarred and he was never going to hurt his mom so much so that he grasped that. He's like, Oh, but the hash Browns, we must have the hash Browns a couple, every couple months. Like, no, you are lying to yourself. And at this point, poor Kirsten is, is in a place where she tells us, I don't want to be in a place where I'm just on hold until he comes. Or if he doesn't, I just don't know. I need closure. I'm with her 100%. 
-hmm. needs to let her know if the wait is worth it or if she should just move on because this middle isn't going to be working for everybody. And and that's the thing. I think he loves her and wants to be with her. It's just, I don't think he can do the other way. I don't think he can be away from his mom. I think that's the biggest thing for me is I don't think he's willing to leave the nest now. And I don't think he's willing to leave knowing that his mom will feel abandoned. He doesn't want to give his yep. mom that feeling, which is a very understandable thing. Like I wouldn't want to have my parents or family feel that way either. But at the same time, I if I'm in a position where I can't have both, it's time to fly the nest. I can still come visit twice a year. No problem. But I don't know if he's willing to already to do that. Uh, I just, I think, it, I think it comes down to it got too real for him. And here's mm -hmm. the thing, as someone, I mean, and you know this too, right? Like folks that live away from family, it's not easy. And I like it's not something I would necessarily recommend for folks to do. Right. Like if you want to do it, great. For sure. Try. But I like definitely am like, shit, I wish I was closer to my friends and family. So it's just he seems like the type of person that that wants to be with his love and, you know, and not even in America. Right. We've got that from him multiple times, too. <laughs> we get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then I I'm telling you when shit got real. He just he couldn't do it. I think it was too real for him. I think he got spooked for sure as well. Yeah. And I think there's also an element of, you know, speaking from personal experience, I'm not going to project onto mm -hmm. him. But when you're away from your family in a situation like this, they can start laying the guilt trip a oh, little thick on yeah. every phone call or every communication. And that gets hard to bear. And, you know, either you are unapologetically careless and you don't care or it cuts a little too deep and you just feel like in this weird place of, I know I made the right choice, but I also feel bad. And I think that's where he would be. And I don't think he's quite ready to take that burden on, but let Kirsten know, damn it, please. And thank you. That is what it comes down to. Yeah, that's exactly it. Because I just think that he wants to, you know, be in two boats and the world doesn't work like that. Exactly. So then we can simply move on from them because, well, alert, they're not going to be on the next time on. So this doesn't look good for these two. <laughs> but we're going to take a very speedy break and then we're going to get back and talk about Kenny and Armando. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right. Believe it or not, we're halfway through the podcast. That's how short these episodes have become. <laughs> but we're having a good time doing it. So we got Kenny and Armando next here. And Sasha, the last time we saw them, we had the whole discussion about the surrogacy clinic and having a child versus adopting versus not having a child versus age difference. There was a lot of deep conversations happening all at once in that coffee shop. And from where we're standing, it sounds like they haven't really talked about it amongst each other since. But first... We do get Kenny video calling with his daughter, who, congratulations, is pregnant once again, making Kenny a three-time grandfather, which also, I think, 
hits very heavy for Kenny because combined with the fact that it reminds him how much he's missing at home by not being there for these moments, but also if I have a child now, my child's going to be the same age as my grandchild. I don't know how I feel about that. He didn't say that part, but I know that was something that was reiterated in his head because he's talked about how he's, he feels like he's too old to have a child. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. I personally was like, oh, nail in the coffin right here, right? Where GG's, like you tried, yeah. Armando, but I don't think it's <laughs> happening anymore. Where I think he was like, no, this ain't it. This ain't it. First of all, I'm so far away from my family. And now I want me and, you know, it's like basically him and his daughter would be like, let's rock, like not baby bumps together, but, you know, basically, right? Like, let's, you and our surrogate are going to be same, same. That's crazy. Yeah, I feel like it was just a very tough thing for, for Kenny to hear. And obviously, he does miss his family as well so that doesn't necessarily make things better for her uh, for him sorry and now he he's gonna have to talk to Armando which now he tells Taylor yeah right now I don't want to have a child Armando doesn't know this yet this hasn't been revealed to Armando and then they have this like boat tour ride type thing they do with um, Mm -hmm. Kenny Armando Hannah and Armando's mom And this is where the conversation gets brought up again because Armando's mom asks about it and says, hey, so what happened at the clinic? Armando says, things went well, but we're still talking. He's undecided. I don't think he really wants to do it. And then mom says, well, you basically have to talk about it. There wasn't a lot that we got to here. Otherwise, there was a a conversation about how both Kenny and Armando have lost a child before. Mm -hmm. So getting a having a child together here and now would potentially heal that wound and also they have a child together but this is the one big thing where the age difference is coming into play for them in an otherwise from the outside looking in at least perfect relationship yeah and even then right so many tears on this boat ride and y'all have talked about it you and i have talked about it but like hannah's just here listening to all of this I'm baffed. I'm first of all, Hannah is a trooper because that's what I'm saying. I'd yeah. be in shambles in a corner after watching my my parents be in tears or argue, right? And they're not like shouting at each other, which is great. But these are still like I. You can understand that there's there's discomfort in the air, and and you're on a boat. It's not like a oh Hannah, do you want some ice cream? We'll get you some ice cream, and you can go sit over there while we while we talk. This is uh, you're in the middle of the water. <laughs> this conversation is happening. Oh, you want to go sit at the? She literally got up and sat on a different side of the boat to be away from all this. About yes. Life. And that's all I could think of. I swear to God, because I was like, nah, she's just, this poor child. Like, y'all can't keep doing this. And again, I, I don't believe that it's for just for the cameras. I think this is their real life. 100%. But, but when are we going to like just leave Hannah with the babysitter for <laughs> leave Hannah out of it. Yeah, I really hope they and I feel like they will figure it out. They will get to a compromise. But for right now, it is looking quite dire in the household. But we'll see where they go with it next. They are not on the next time on either. Uh, the next time on did have Danielle and Johan and the new couple mm-hmm. in uh, Shakina and Sarper, who is from uh, Turkey who are we're getting introduced to in episode eight of this season. Yeah. Holy facial fillers for both of them. Cannot wait to deep dive into them. (laughs) (laughs) 
I want to see what the little blurb about them is on this website. Shakina, a 41-year-old esthetician, met 43-year-old mm-hmm. Sarper, a model and personal trainer, during a trip to Turkey, and they fell head over heels for each other. After two days, once they realized they had incredible sexual chemistry. Aye. Well, that's... I see where this is going. Uh, they seem promising, but Shakina's loved ones are concerned that her new beau is a playboy and that she's repeating a pattern of falling for an attractive man despite the red flags. When she travels abroad to be with Sarper, Shakina tries to lay down the ground rules, but Sarper balks at the at her efforts to control him. As the couple gets to know each other, shocking discoveries are made, and they begin to question how well they really know each other. Okay, this feels like Shakina and Sarper are going to be an in-and-out couple, meaning... Yes. They're in episode eight for a damn good reason. This ain't met, made to last at all. Listen, only sexually, it's made to last. Even in the in the in the preview, it, it, they yeah. made it seem like, yeah, no, the sex is incredible. It's like, okay, all right, well, thanks for telling me. Gla- you know, that's what I thought. I was like, you know what, the other way is missing. It's been hitting. It's missing that awkward sex stories that the other the before the 90 day has. That's what I need. And they said, all right, we got you. Here comes this couple. So, yeah. So do they pee on each other? No, they, they are not the Gino and Jasmine <laughs> level. Also, give me a warning before you say that. <laughs> Sasha, damn. <laughs> you didn't say any words. You didn't even. You're like, I'm just going to say it. There's no, there was no tact. <laughs> <laughs> because everything I watch on this damn show has so much tact. Honestly, I think it's safe to say at this point that we are not the 90 day podcast we used to be three years ago because <laughs> the show has stopped being tasteful and has stopped being a little bit more PG and a lot more 18 plus. So the language is going to end up impacting that as well. Uh, but again, if you if you do listen to this with with children, it, it don't don't. Because they don't, it, you, they don't need to hear this. Okay, um, and and you know you'll still enjoy it. I hope. Okay, so let's talk about the final couple here. That's Brandon and Mary. Now they had quite a bit of storyline here. When I say that, I mean they had a lot of footage, but not a lot of content. If that makes sense, because <laughs> don't it look was anywhere, Puya. Stop. Uh, <laughs> you should be talking to me. I, I I will look straight ahead or look at you. No other places. That was basically the sum up of what we got here. So they go, they're going to Mary's church. This is where she goes every Sunday. She would like for Brandon to be a Catholic, just like her. And Brandon tells us, you know, I believe in a higher power, but I stopped going to church at age seven after my mom didn't make me go anymore. And while they're at this church, she's constantly giving him tips of how, what to do and how to, conduct himself which he's very receptive to but then he she adds this ad lib of do not look at girls do not look at any girls here just look straight ahead at the priest and then look at me if you don't want to look there and he feels like he's getting a lot of pressure already before trying to adapt to her religion but then this added insecurity of you're being policed in your not just your behavior but your movement he's not okay with and i fully and Team Brandon here. Absolutely oh, back 1, in this. 000. This kid who we dunked on, and, and quite frankly, he should get dunked on for taking a crap on, on FaceTime. He should. However, he's very mature, Brandon. I think he fully yeah. is, is, is relatively normal other than the, the two and a half years of constant FaceTime. He's pretty fine. But what is happening here is Mary constantly is, is trying to control everything. His movement, his conversations, his every like everything, which is just not feasible and, and would be a horrible way to live. 
Yeah, I just, I think, unfortunately, and we see this later on, but we've known this, right? Like, they're horribly codependent on each other. And I think that there is something more to it than what we're hearing, right, from Mary. Because it can't just be insecurity, Puya. That, like, how can you be in church and be like, yeah, we can't look at anyone. Look at the priest or look at me. Puya, that's Who's crazy. checking out people? At the, I guess maybe I shouldn't finish that sentence because I don't want to just make assumptions. But you're at a church. I don't think he's looking at anyone for any with any malice. And I think that's the big issue is that he's like, I'm here now. And you still don't trust me. This is an issue. I'm not okay with that. I'm not okay mm-hmm. with constantly feeling like I'm not trusted when I also haven't done anything to be made to feel that way. I think that's the big thing. Because if yeah. you have done something shady in the past and you're trying to earn someone's trust back, that's one thing. But if you've done nothing and you're still having to live that life, that's uneasy. And also, he's literally in a country that's brand new to him. He doesn't know anybody but her and her grandparents and her her brother who is not a snitch on for the record but yeah. that's all he knows and and he has to he can't even blink or otherwise he can get in trouble he has to do everything a certain way cuz he's rolled with the punches from where i'm standing he had no problem with the with the uh the um what were they was it a not a salamander was it a lizard oh yeah 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 i think it was a lizard like or at he least that's no what problem. I want to believe it is. Yeah, he's had no problem with like any insect spiders or anything. He's had no problem with the farming stuff that he's learning. He's enjoying the food and is being respectful of all the cultures and the traditions so much so that he was the one who wanted to be honest with her grandfather. And now he's willing to like, at the very least, experience her religion with her, but is still not getting the you're safe. And I think that's a very hard place to be in mentally. Yeah, and and again, I the the trajectory of th- this whole day, right, was wild because it started with like, thank you so much. Like, I would like to go to church every Sunday, I, which I think is valid. And you know, these are the things I would like to do. La la la. And then it just kept. It's almost like the she just never let her foot off the gas, right? Where it just it kept going over and over. And over, and I was like, "What happened to to you know to her?" Because I think we've put a lot on him, but sometimes I'm like, "Oh, she's really funny. She's you know, she's like pimping basically his ass because turning off her her router right or modem and just like going to hang out with her guy friends to now this. It just I'm not understanding where." her insecurities coming from because we don't maybe he has cheated but then and she tells us later what happened but I just feel like she was just going in on him in on him and he is not putting up a boundary and I don't like that no I also do not I feel like he tries to later on in the episode to lay down that boundary just a little bit Mm -hmm. and and basically say I need you to trust that I can talk to anyone and I won't leave you I need you to know that you know you do not need to there's nothing you need to worry about i can't do this lack of trust i'm willing to do anything that you need all i want is this one thing just trust me because it i can't be limited like this it's tough on me it's you know he doesn't say this but it's suffocating him a little bit and i don't and and she immediately cries which he what is he going to do in that situation right he's going he's not going to like 
slather it on some more but she says then you can find somebody else and he he doesn't want that he just wants you to know and feel assured that everything's fine because like he said he doesn't want to go through marriage kids family and still have to feel that there's no trust there and like you said she she you know tell has told us that she was abandoned by her parents Mm -hmm. and that they and she you know takes that feels that as a bit of a burden of blame where she feels like she was at fault because I did something that they didn't want me. She also has told us that she's been cheated on before. So that's a bit of an issue as well. So I feel like there's multiple things that have led to this point. But I think what Brandon is saying essentially is, I think I've given you two and a half years to prove to you that I will do nothing wrong and that you have watched me and that that's proof enough. So much so that I've literally severed ties with family members to be with you. However, I think what Brandon didn't realize at the time that was a huge mistake is you have basically said, we can live like this and it is fine. And now you're saying we can't live like this because there was nothing wrong with us being under constant surveillance for two and a half years digitally. Why does it have to change now? Why do you need to change now? But also we see it from his perspective of, yeah, but now we're together. So, you know, I, we're, we're in under one roof. Like you can see everything that's happening. Just do not stand on my neck a little bit. And what so. is he going to do? Right. He's staying at your house. He doesn't speak the language. So who is he? He's been on? with you for two and a half years under these conditions. Like he, he, he dropped the deuce in front of you. I think you're safe. Yeah, really that's what do. I'm saying. I think this is it. Yeah. This, like this is y'all. That's it. And the next time on, we see more fallout from the conversation they're having at this same same place. Brandon's in tears talking about how he can't be content with this on a daily and that it hurts that he doesn't have the trust. So we're not done with this, but it pretty much feels like we're going to have the same conversation next week anyway. So stay tuned for that. But Sasha, unbelievably, we're done. 35 minutes done and dusted. Oh, uh, next time on Danielle and Johan fight a little bit about how um, Johan is too immature or lacks responsibilities to be a father. So that'll be fun for me, but that's not your problem, Sasha. We do appreciate (laughs) you coming on to talk all things 90 day here. Let the people know where can they find you and what other things you have going on at the moment? Of course, Um, you can follow me on Twitter at funsize underscore oh four to keep track of everything I'm doing on RHAP. Of course, I'm talking mess magnets, a celebrity gossip, hot topics podcast with Kirsten McKenna's. I'm also talking below deck down under with Chappelle. We go live Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern on the Rob has a podcast YouTube channel. And over on uh, Bosher Recap, sorry, I'm talking Special Ops Lioness with Jason Reed um, and Chappelle and I wrapped up for one last time, of course, uh, Never Have I Ever on Silent Podcast. So that, that's what I'm up to. And again, thank you for having me. As always, love this. <laughs> always a pleasure to have you on. End of an era with uh, I know. Never Have I Ever being done. Three years. In the making. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, but that's hey, you crazy. two are now on the below deck together. Exactly. So there we go. Uh, y'all can find me, of course, on Twitter at Puyaism. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Puya. That is where you can find me when I'm not podcasting. So come through and say hi. I would appreciate it, of course. You're always welcome there. As far as podcasting goes, traders. I got New Zealand. I've got Australia. I've got them both. And I've been having such a fun time talking about them. So you can find those on this very network as well. If you're keeping up, I will say if you are a big brother viewer and you have some downtime when the feeds are down, 
give it a chance because it's been a very fun season. Both of them have been very fun and very different. So it's very enjoyable on that front. And of course, Big Brother, when the live feeds are happening, I'll be there Friday mornings to talk about them. Should be a good time this week. We've got the pressure cooker on Thursday. I will be live on my own Twitch right after the eviction to watch the pressure cooker go down. So you can find me over there Thursday night. And otherwise, we hope you had a fun time here. We have arrived at our destination. And we'll see you next week. But until then, take care. Have a good one. Bye.